What is happening with this Dallas Stars penalty kill? They get lit up for three for the second time this season and drop a very winnable game in Toronto. Let's jump into it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Please be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Ouch. The penalty kill has been atrocious and the Stars get beat for three yesterday and the stars fall to the Maple Leafs by a final score of five to four. Very underwhelming performance on special teams and blue line play. I might add, I have plenty of thoughts and takes on the matter in today's episode. Fortunately, the central division race is heating up. The stars have crawled their way back into it. So there are some positives moving forward as the stars wrap up this three game road trip out of the break on Saturday against the Montreal Canadiens. Let's just go ahead and dive right into what has been a mess of a penalty kill <laughs> as of late. Today's episode is brought to you by game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Yeah. The penalty kill has been very, very bad. At one point during the season, it was one of the elite kills in the business, but they've now gotten lit up for three, a couple of times here in the last month. And albeit this Toronto team trots out a very, very deadly group with Nylander and Matthews and Marner and their big boys had fingerprints all over this game. Matthews with a power play goal. Tavares with a power play goal. And Nylander, of course, gets one as well as he opened the scoring. And it was more frustrating due to the fact, too, that Toronto's not that good of a team. I'm sorry. (laughs) And maybe that's a hot take out of me, but I'm watching this game last night. And the Stars, for me, did more to hurt themselves in the game yesterday than Toronto being better. I don't like their depth. Their their big guys are really all they have. And and granted, it's a very, very quality group. Their goaltending was not spectacular last night. Samsonov was meh for my my taste. And uh, it was was just not pretty on the, the PK by any stretch of the imagination. What is really starting to irritate me now is that the answer is on the team. This has nothing to do with needing a right shot defenseman or another depth piece on the blue line. When you have a world-class talent, and for that matter, you may have two, and Miro Haskin and Thomas Harley, they need to play on the PK. I don't care. I don't care. It's time for Essel Lindell and Yanni Hockenpah to 
at least get relieved every once in a while. Look, I'm okay with them getting the majority of PK time. That is completely fine. I know you don't want to play Miro that much because you want to have him fresh, and I understand that. But are we going to trot out Lindell and Hockenbaugh come playoff time when you need a big kill? You have a world-class talent. You have to use it in all facets of the game. And I understand it's the regular season and you don't want to wear them out and all that good stuff, but you have an answer. And I don't want to hear Razor every time the stars go to the box say, well, Miro hasn't really been killing penalties at all this year. Uh, nuh that, that probably needs to stop as Lindell and Hockenpah were on the hook for all three. And look, it, it wasn't all their fault. They they didn't win a lot of face-offs last night, even though uh, they ended up with a, a good percentage. But they didn't win a, a ton of key ones, especially on special teams. And it was why their power play only went one for four on the night. And it was a, a very winnable game. Very winnable. Stars had their chances. And, and as I stated, I think the Stars did more to hurt themselves than Toronto really beat Dallas. Besides that, one little minute stretch after Dodonov scored on the penalty shot. You're like, oh man, the Stars got a gift here. Maybe they'll push this to overtime. And then all of a sudden, Marner and Matthews woke up. <laughs> or Marner and Nylander, I should say, for that little minute stretch. Stars are, I think, much better for the majority of the game. And they run a back-to-back. And, and it was a, a very, very tough game to go into in Toronto and, and try to find the energy and have enough. Uh, and yes, they're coming off a nine-day break, but it's still tough. You have your backup netminder in net. Wedgwood had his work cut out for him. It was not an easy night. <laughs> and he was good in the game, but he had to earn everything. I mean everything. Stars did not make it very easy in front of him. And of course, he, he's going to have to face his fair share, uh, fair share of chances on the PK. But PK certainly lost you this game, and it comes back to haunt you, and uh, the Maple Leafs end up ending the Stars' four-game win streak. To to show you how how great the fallen or the fall has been for the Stars since the turn of the new year in what has now been 15 games for the Dallas Stars, the PK is at 70 percent 74% they've given up three twice that's 26th in the NHL by the way 26th they're bottom 10 in the league and they've given up I believe eight in their last 13 is what it's been it has not been very pretty and as I mentioned you you have you have the ability to fix it and and look Lindell and Hockenbaugh have been very serviceable. They've been very good for you all season long. But this is a playoff push. And I don't want to watch Hockenbaugh scoop up the puck in the corner, take two strides, and for some reason not try to clear, get stripped, and then it ends up in the back of your net. Come on. You, you, you have the ability to fix it. <laughs> and they had Harley 
uh, uh, being on the kill quite a bit early in their season. They've kind of gone by the way the, the wayside because they're pretty content with with using Lindell and, and Hawkinpah, but you got to relieve them now a bit. It, it, it's time. We've seen it for a long enough stretch. It's not getting the job done, and you got to find new answers. You got to find new answers. And Miro ended up playing what was it on the night because he had to play quite a bit late, 25 minutes uh, because, well, of course, the Stars were trailing and they needed him to play a bit more. But toss him a minute or two, especially when you took four penalties. <laughs> if if you're not in penalty trouble, I, I understand it. If, if you take one or two a game, but like last night, when you're on the kill for large stretches of the game, you need a backup. Just some some resemblance of uh, a second string. <laughs> uh, because now that they've shown that they're not getting the job done more often than not. And look, I'll praise them when it's really good. And I praised them pretty much all season long. It was top five. <laughs> And it's it's fallen very badly since the, the turn of, of the new year. So that's what I have to say on the PK. <laughs> Miro needs to to get some time. And if you don't want to give to Miro, give to Harley. Like Harley can undertake that. He can undertake that load. If you don't want four out there, allow Harley to play a little bit on the on the PK. And uh, b- besides that, I understand y- you want to leave Hanley off of it and you don't want Suter, but but give 4 and 55 some of that load. Look, it, it, it needs to get better because is are you really going to deploy Lindell and Hockenbach constantly come playoff time? I, I know you trust them and they've been very, very solid for you this season, but... I don't know if I if I want to watch Lindell and Hockenpah in a must-win game seven trying to kill off a penalty <laughs> or, or kill off a few. Um, and look, maybe this is a bit just recency biased <laughs> because it was really bad yesterday. Plus, Toronto is really good, okay? I understand that. Toronto is world-class in that department. So... Maybe I need to sleep on it a bit and I'll feel a bit better about the situation. But these are my raw emotions right off the hop. <laughs> um, and, and I think it, it needs to change either way. Whether it gets better or not, I think you need to spread the wealth a little bit on the on the back end in terms of the PK. Alrighty, I digress on the PK situation. Let's talk about the blue line play. It was very underwhelming. Very underwhelming yesterday, and I think it answers Jim Neal's question about if they need another defenseman, as we talked about earlier in this week, and we'll do it in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is driven for the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 
93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode is also brought to you by Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood. Hood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply and now for some legal info. Claim as Q, uh, uh, claim as of Q1 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA, available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC as a registered broker-dealer. So the Stars drop in the second game of a back-to-back last night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And didn't love the the schedule on that one, (laughs) to be frank with you as well, why they needed to play a back-to-back coming out of the break. Who knows when they have two days off here heading in to Montreal, but they don't make the schedule and you have to play it. And the Stars have been very good in back-to-backs this season. It was actually the first time this year they haven't picked up a point in a back-to-back. Uh, they ended up getting points in their first six games. So uh, maybe it's just me being a bit whiny about the situation, and uh, I'm sure it is. But defensively, the the Stars were, were out of sorts, especially on the PK, and they were good in moments, I would say, for, for a lot uh, of the game. But even Miro and, and Harley didn't jump out to me. Uh, especially in the defensive zone. They had some very, very tough turnovers. I I didn't love having Hanley jump in. For a team like Toronto that has a lot of speed and they play a lot of their top guys that have speed, I think Neal should have been in the game. I don't know why you bring Hanley in. I I get it. You have a few days off here and you want to get Hanley in the game. Just did not think it was a great spot to have to to take Niels out for what I think would have been a game he he could have thrived in with it being very mobile and the stars needed a bit of that. Hanley and, and Suter uh are, are, are not the, the most eye appealing um uh eye appealing pairing by by any stretch 
uh, of the imagination. Taking a look at the expected goals, 1.3 for Lindell, 1.2 for Hockenpah, uh, even Miro at, at 0.87, uh, which is which is not terrible. And this is at all situations, uh, by the way. Five on five, Suter was bad, 0.86. Hanley at 0.8. So they, they did not have uh, the best night uh, and could have told you that to, to some degree. <laughs> um, but, but I understand the deployment of it. I didn't love the spot, though. I didn't love the spot because it was a very winnable game. Toronto has not played very well at home. I, I, I stressed it yesterday. They're now just two games over 500. Their splits haven't been very good. And you played well enough to get a point in the game. Besides the PK letting you down, it, you played pretty good. But my main point here in this segment is this game answers the question for Jim Neal about do you need another defenseman? Your answer's right there in front of you. Just watch that game last night. Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reeves was having an impact <laughs> on the game. In, in, in different stretches, you don't need to wait another five months or not five months, excuse me, uh, another what five or six games as five or eight games until the, the trade deadline rolls around. Here's your answer that game because you almost won and you gave it three power play goals <laughs> and you almost won against a. Uh, against a Toronto team that just lit you up with their, their best players on the ice. Yeah, go get one and make this team a true contender. And that's selling them short because they are a true contender, but I mean, yeah, like maybe cup favorites type of deal. Honestly, this, this Stars team's good. The, the Stars team is really good, and as I was saying to... to uh, to some degree yesterday, they don't get beat a, a whole lot. Yeah, they lose, and they look ugly sometimes, but every team has those moments. Look at LA. It's been really bad. Winnipeg's now been sliding. You just need to be your best when it matters. And you go out, you get another defenseman, and it doesn't need to be splash, right? It, it doesn't have to be the big ticket item out there. You, you just need some very solid play. You can bolster up the bottom of your defensive depth, like a Ben Lovejoy type when he came in. When the Stars, uh, uh, when the Stars made that run uh, against St. Louis back in Miro's rookie year, like a, a Lovejoy type, just a good body. Like I know we all want the the big ticket item, right? But I don't think you, you you have to break the bank, so to speak, to get you a really, really valuable player on the back end and, and just holster up some of your holes. And you're going to feel really good uh, about where you're at. Because I'll say it again, I don't think Toronto's very good. <laughs> um, it didn't get me out of my seat yesterday. And maybe this is just, again, me being a, a bit sore about the whole situation. But you almost won a game that you really shouldn't have been in when you give up three <laughs> uh, on the power play. And uh, yeah, so those are 
are just my thoughts on the matter. I don't think you need to wait for the next month to decide. I hope the decision was already made, as I mentioned too when I when I talked on Monday, that it should have been done. You you should have already known this, like because of the last four months of play, uh, especially if someone goes down. Obviously, God forbid, but someone could go down. And what we're, we're gonna you're gonna have Hanley? You want to have Hanley and Lundquist in the lineup uh, every night, right? Uh, that is very possible if if you don't make <laughs> if you don't make a decision. So that's kind of where I'm at on the whole ordeal. And maybe this comes off as me being really really upset about where the stars are and stuff. But I I promise this comes from I feel really good about where this Dallas team is. I think they have a chance to make a very, very good run. A very good run. And I feel like there could be some meat left on the table if you don't take the opportunity to to sort of go all in or at least give the impression you are to prove you are. Because, yeah, they, 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 can, they can be very, very, very good. If they if they holster up the blue line because yeah it, it wasn't very good last night and look Harley and Haskin are two of the best <laughs> and it's it's really fun to watch them play together but if you could spread the wealth around and the other four D men you have this team will be a lot better and I think we'll we'll, we'll feel a ton ton better especially if we get performances like we got from Otter uh, a few days ago then. It is going to be all sunshines and rainbows here on Locked on Stars. All righty? All righty. Okay. Let's dive into the more positive stuff of today and the Central Division race. It's getting very, very exciting. The Stars are right back in the hunt for home ice advantage. Let's jump into it next on Locked on Stars. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by... Game time. Game time is obsessed with giving you peace of mind with your ticketing purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. You want to go to a Stars game, maybe even want to go to the Super Bowl. Probably will be too expensive, even with game time, but you know what I mean. Also, you have spring training games rolling around opening day, not that too far off, but you can get theater tickets, comedy, you name it, you can get it with game time. They're obsessed with finding you ways save money on tickets as well. Has deals and tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. And the game time guarantee means you'll get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n locked on for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed be sure to check out locked on sports today as well the first ever national 
Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Hit the subscribe button on Locked On Stars. Hit that notification bell. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Stars. You can follow my personal account at JoeyTheJet19. Throwing a ton of stuff out there on most days. Okay, about this Central Division, because with the Stars winning against Buffalo a few nights ago, and then Colorado fell, and then Winnipeg fell, the Stars are now tied for first in the Central Division with the Colorado Avalanche at 68 points. Winnipeg still has three games in hand and they trail Colorado and Dallas by just three points, but the Stars have gotten themselves back in the conversation. And as I touched on at the beginning of this month, it's going to be a very tough stretch of February. You have Carolina twice. You still have New York. You have Boston. And then at the end of the month, you have Colorado and Winnipeg. So those are shaping up to be very, very fun meetings between these Central Division foes because first place could certainly be on the line at the end of the month heading in to March. The Stars need to be a, a bit better uh, on the on, on home ice, I would say. And uh, they can kind of get this locked up. They, they've been fine away and, and they're pretty even both ways. So <laughs> even if they improved, it, it doesn't need to be a remarkable improvement. But I, I think they could really tighten up on, on home ice, especially defensively. And maybe if we start seeing signs of this otter returning, that will certainly help because the, the Stars just haven't gotten great goaltending consistently this season. They're getting good enough in spots and keeping them in games, but not where somebody steals a win like Jake Ottinger did in Buffalo the other night. But the, the Stars are right in the thick of things. It's pretty much a, a three-horse race. Colorado has a plus 34 goal differential. The Stars at 32, and then Winnipeg at 36. If the PK really cleans up, the Stars will be just fine. But you're you're talking about really good teams you're about to take on with very good PKs, <laughs> right? The personnel that they have, uh, you know, the the PK. Or if you look at the power play since the turn of the uh, the new year, Carolina, who you're facing twice, thirty four percent. You have Boston at twenty two percent, which is just below the Stars. New York at fifteen percent, and that's in sixteen games. Uh, but uh, of course they have the firepower, uh, firepower to, uh, to definitely hurt you. So, uh, by, by no stretch of the imagination, is it going to get any easier, but it's, it's good for them to be in this conversation. Uh, winning would be huge, the central division, because you want to get away from Colorado by, by any stretch of the imagination. If you get a two seed and you have to play Winnipeg, it, it's not the worst. If you're starting to talk about playoff matchups, I think you just want to get out of the way of Colorado. Even if you had to face an LA team as a wild card with Edmonton probably going to jump in that top three, if you don't win the division, or if you do, excuse me, and you're probably not going to get the number one seed. It's 
either going to be Vegas or what looks like Vancouver. If you get the overall two seed and you take on even an LA team, you'd feel pretty comfortable with that, especially the way they're playing, even though it would be a very, very good first wild card. Um, So if you had to settle for a second, it's kind of just about missing Colorado uh, at, at, at this point. I'm okay with playing Winnipeg. I really am. They don't scare me in a whole lot of ways. What does is, is Connor Ellenbuck because you get one incredible series from a netminder and uh, you're going to face some difficulties. Look what Ottinger did in, in Calgary a few seasons ago. It, it is very possible, but I, I love where the, where the stars are. That was huge for them to get those three wins before the break. They get the win yesterday. It was going to be, uh, or a few days ago in Buffalo, it was going to be really tough, really tough to, to beat Toronto, but you could, you could have. <laughs> so it, it feels like you, you left points on the table, but uh, a lot of positives moving forward. Shake it off, get a couple days off, go ahead, take down the Canadians on Saturday at the Bell Center, and, and you move on from there, and you get back home and go to work. So that's where we stand now out of two games out of the all-star break. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Thursday and hope you had a good time taking this in, listening to me ramble. I was a bit fired up today, if you could not tell. Thank you to all you everydayers out there. Hit that subscribe button. Be sure to like, be sure to comment. What were you frustrated about yesterday? I bet I know what it is. So I was frustrated. I wanted that win in Toronto. Ugh, Maple Leafs, man. Maple Leafs. Very, very, very infuriating. Anyways, I'm done. I'm done. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Hey, on the lookout, Logan Stankoven. I got some clips for you tomorrow from the Stars prospect you won't want to miss. So we'll see you tomorrow, and we'll wrap up this week on a high note. So long, Stars fans.